Welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series, hosted by Dr. Debbie Dyer. This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable. Hello, and welcome to the Myth-Busting Lung Cancer Screening Podcast Series for Lung Cancer Awareness Month. My name is Dr. Debbie Dyer, and I'm a thoracic radiologist at National Jewish Health in Denver, Colorado. This November, I'm going to be speaking to a variety of guests about the myths surrounding lung cancer screening, ranging from radiologists to nurse navigators to the patients themselves. Today, I'm talking to Ron Simmons, a patient currently undergoing treatment for lung cancer. I thought as an introduction, Ron, you could share your story, and I look forward to hearing your story. Thank you. Dr. Deb, I thank you for this opportunity to share my story, my cancer journey, as you will. My story actually began back in, oh, 2013, in the fall, just about this exact same time of the year. I was diagnosed after having gone for my first colonoscopy. Instead of going at 50, I waited a couple of years and went at 52, and they found that out that I had colorectal cancer. Fortunately for me, I was stage one. So in January of 2014, we performed surgery where they removed 20 inches of colon and the one inch of my rectum and put me all back together. And I was healed, if you want to call it, of of colorectal cancer at that point, and went three years totally clean. And then in January of 2017, one of my blood tests came back abnormal. And my colon specialist said, okay, we, we need to look at this. I'm going to send you to a pulmonologist. We did a, a litany of tests. We did bronchoscopies. We did PET scans, we did CT scans, we did multiple biopsies. And though there was some sort of darkness in my lower left lobe, all the tests came back as negative. It wasn't cancer. So my pulmonologist chose that must just be a partially collapsed lung. So having had cancer once, Hearing that, oh, this is not cancer, this is just a partially collapsed lung, I sort of celebrate it because, hey, that's a good thing. I don't have to fight that journey. On Christmas Day of 2017, I began to feel bad. And within a couple of days, I felt like I had the flu. So, of course, I trek off to the doctor to you know get the medicine for the flu. And uh, when I did, they did a, a, a chest x-ray. And the x-rayologist person, uh, it's about my age, looked at me very sullen, and I said, oh, I know the look. You saw um, something on there, but it's just a partially collapsed lung. And she said, Mr. Simmons, 33 years of doing this, this is not a partially collapsed lung. You need to see a specialist as soon as possible. So, of course, that scared the bejeebies out of me, and I contacted my doctor who set me up with a very good thoracic surgeon, and he took a look at all my scans and all my tests, and would not say to me that I had lung cancer, but he wouldn't say that I didn't have lung cancer. He needed to come and go in and, and look at it. So in February of 2018, they went in my chest 
and found that I did in fact have stage three non-small cell lung cancer. I was, it was not receptible. I had to make some tough decisions. At that point, my mass was over 12 centimeters. And uh, yeah, yes, over 12. And it had completely encased my pulmonary aorta. So I had, I had some opportunities facing me. So I had to choose a, an oncologist. And I actually had two friends one of them had been through mesothelioma, a cousin of mine. She gave me a name, and a friend of ours was the head nurse at a, at a local hospital. She gave me the same name. So coincidences, no, I believe that was an incident that was supposed to have happened. So we t- contacted them. They got me scheduled on a chemo radiation program. I did 36 treatments of radiation. I did two eight-day cycles of chemo and then went for a year afterwards of an immunotherapy, doing that once a week, or once every two weeks for a year. At this point, I've had multiple CT scans, and I'm happy to be able to say today that my journey shows me to be NED. And my I've had multiple. CT scans that have shown that to be true. Even my last one a month ago showed not only was a NED, but the scarring from the radiation and treatments is almost all gone. So that is my story, and I am sticking to it. And for the benefit of those that may not know what NED is, that's a very important term. What does it mean? To us that are on a cancer journey, no matter what type of cancer journey you happen to be, when they're told that you are NED, you just join the greatest family ever. It stands for no evidence of disease. Well, congratulations. I'm just delighted to hear that you've reached that point. Not without, I'm sure, some challenges along the way. It's amazing. I mean, that is a very probably longer journey than you had wanted to take. And I, I give you so much credit. It sounds like you've really kind of kept your spirits up throughout that. Do you have, as you look back on your experience, do you know sort of where you might have done things any differently? Or, you know, it sounds like you were just following what you were advised to do. Do you have any advice for other folks that might be in your position? The advice that I'll always give, because I do work with a couple of local cancer support groups, my advice to any diagnosed cancer patient, get a second opinion. After you get that second opinion, if you still don't feel comfortable with who you're working with, get a third opinion. You have got to find, first and foremost, a team of professionals that will work with you. You need to have an you need to get a good oncologist, radiologist. You need to have a team that has social workers involved in it, financial aid involvement in there. You're not on this journey alone. And don't feel like whoever tells you that you have a type of cancer, don't just accept that laying down. You have to fight for yourself. You you're not only the patient, but you are your own advocate as well. 
And if you don't have somebody to be an advocate for you, there are plenty of us available all across the country that are willing and able to help you along. There's many different avenues that other people can be reached at to help you process that. And it's, it's imperative that you just don't accept it. You, you, you've got to take the bull by the horn and go after it. Well, that is very good advice. And gosh, Ron, thank you so much for sharing your story. I, I think that, you know, it's it's been, as you say, an incredible journey. I think you've ended certainly at a good point and we continue to wish you well and no evidence of disease. Thank <laughs> so, you very much. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by the American College of Radiology and the National Lung Cancer Roundtable.